love, love, lust, lust, and battle soul. gentlemen it is the freshly shaved balls one himself ceo hayes is in the building <laughs> along with my esteem my beautiful co-host the lovely miss badass jones how you doing i you know i was good up until like five seconds ago like can i start an episode where people think that we're actually serious about life like for real Oh my god. You see? And you're trying to draw me out because then I'm gonna ask you questions about the fucking balls again. Like really? You don't love me. We're starting off this we're starting off this way. Is that what's going on? Shave balls are very serious and important. So I I mean, I don't know why you think we're not starting off serious. Like this this is an important thing. People shave your balls. Like AJ, as a woman, I can only speak from the man point of view. There's only one set of balls I have to worry about. But don't you appreciate a nicely <laughs> groomed set of balls? You know what? I, I definitely do. But I can't like it just brings up so many questions for me. And you're so unfair because you just won't even like be fully explorative with me. But I want to know things like, OK, so like do you like oil them? You know, like how we like will oil our breasts and stuff like that. And you know what I mean? Like I said, when I groom, like I always I up my girl and make sure she's good. Like, do you guys do all that kind of stuff? Do you sprinkle baby powder down there? Oh, do you know what? If, or, like, in your balls and like in your shorts and stuff like that. If you talk to a guy who baby powders his balls, you just might as well get the pegging ready like just just tell, just <laughs> okay so here's the process listen okay so firstly <laughs> you you have to you have to have the balls nicely shaved right and then this is the thing that that i don't think a lot of people do when you get out the shower you have to make sure that that area is completely dry like i think men think that like it air dries or it'll be fine like especially if you don't shave right down there very well like the smell alone, if you're not shaving your balls correctly and you don't dry off all the way before you put on underwear, is not good. So that's what you have to do. You have to, you, you, exactly. So shave, make sure it's completely dry. Like, I don't just pat, pat it dry with your towel. Make sure it's completely dry, 100% dry. And then you just lotion it up like you lotion everything else. I personally use Jergens lotion because it just, it goes great with my skin. It makes my fi- skin feel great and amazing. And you just make sure you just, you just, like you lotion up anything else you just make sure you get your balls really good testicle etiquette look at that <laughs> oh, i share entirely too much on this podcast I think, you know, honestly i think it's fabulous and there are a lot of women out there right now who are nodding and clapping and 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 saying out loud how much they appreciate that because smelling sweaty testicles it's not nice like not nice at all. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's exactly like you say. I think they just figure like they're going to air dry or they're going to dry off inside your boxers or whatever. No, you need to pat them boys dry and aisle them up and do whatever. And I always think that, you know, like when your skin is damp and you put on a little bit of lotion, it locks in the moisture. Like do that shit for yourself. 
Do it for your woman. Do it for whoever. But yeah, dry them off properly. It's not nice. It's not nice. I swear the next relationship I get into, I'm going to convince him to let me shave his balls at least once. I just want to, I just want the experience. I definitely want to watch him shave them, but then I want to also shave them too. I just better not be mad at him because, you know, <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I have no comment. None. <laughs> oh, <sighs> Nonetheless. Oh, uh, so we, we, we I, did I it. Not my friend. I really can't believe you didn't let me watch. Okay, can you let me watch at least once, please? I don't even have to be here in the same room with you. I won't. I won't. I won't. I won't let you see on video. But here's what I'll do. I'll take a a, a step by step picture guide, kind of like on WikiHow, how they like have pictures of how you like tie a tie or something, step by mm-hmm. step. I'll do that for mm-hmm. you, and I'll send it to you. See, you love me a little bit. I appreciate that. I, I know everybody's listening and this is like maybe the third time we talk about it. And I am a creep, but I'm not like that kind of creep. It has, it's like not a, it's, it's not a sexual interest. I just really, I've never seen anyone do it. Like I always see the finished product and I'm appreciative of the finished product, but I'd like to know how you go from like a full ball beard to like, you know, clean shaven balls. Yeah. <laughs> Don't laugh after me. Shut up. Oh God, the conversations we have on this podcast. Nonetheless, listen, uh, we are here to talk about oh before we do that, I didn't get to ask. How was your week, AJ? Um, my week has been good. You know, the weirdos were in my DMs. Um, a couple of married men uh messaged me and and I don't know, they tried to be like on some sly and slick shit. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, I'm not here for any of that. You want to pay a compliment, pay it and just be on your merry way, but I don't know when, like one dude fully told me that, you know, he's wishing that circumstances are different. And in my mind, I'm like, bruh, why would you wish for your life to be different? Like you're with your wife. You guys have been together for 20 some odd years. Like, I'm not the one. Don't don't come around here with that, because I will message your wife and let her know what the fuck is up and provide her with all kinds of screenshot and detail conversation. Don't don't act crazy. Pay your compliments. Mash up some lives for real. I see me. He's trying to mash up his own life. You tell me, say, why the man I try to talk to me? You know, say, you're a good up, good up wife there, home, and you're trying to contact me on what? Pay a compliment and keep moving, sir. I'm mean, have nothing for you. Nothing. Well, okay. Well, AJ has just completely laid out the rules of engagement for that. You pay a compliment, you keep it moving, don't say nothing, and your life won't get mashed up. That's That's fair enough. I think that's fair. I think that's very fair. He's lucky I'm being a good and decent person because I know I know women who, um, if you message them and they go to your page and they see that you have a woman or whatever, they're not even asking you nothing. They're sending all that info to your girl one time, one, one, one time. Like for real, you know, I, I had, I, I said to one person, like you're married, like you shouldn't be asking me any of these kind of questions. It's entirely inappropriate and I don't appreciate it. And he apologized. He's like, you know what? You're absolutely right. And I apologize. I'm sorry that I even crossed that, that boundary with you, you know? And he was like, thanks for checking me on it. And we've been fine since like, he'll, you know, like he doesn't come in the DM to whatever. And if he does, he'll say, good morning. I hope you have a good day. And, and you know, he moves on or whatever, but don't come up at me on some sideways shit. Don't, don't act crazy. Don't, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> it's a, you don't want to get wild up by me. I tell people that all the time. I'm not a nice person. As much as you see me kin my teeth and home a smile up and everything, I'm a cute. I'm not a nice person. Trust me on that. Well, you're nice to me. Yeah, because I love you. Oh, well, I thank you. I hope you won't be seeing, you know, shave your balls and in, in live and, and full color and thing. But, you know, I'm I'm over it right now. But other than that, because I love you. That's why. I love you. Oh, I love you too, AJ. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Let's get, let's jump right into the fuckery. So I told you that I had, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I said, right. 
<laughs> I told you that I had a scenario and this has just been making its rounds on social media lately. So I want to pick your brain about it. So there's this question that's being passed around of if a man can use a Groupon to take a woman out for their first date. And of course, a lot of the women are saying, hell no, you cheap motherfucker, you this, you that. While the men are like, if I'm paying for everything, what does it matter if I try to save me? So at the end of the day, you're getting an experience of the date. Um, you know, me and you have talked about situations like this. We typically think that it's fuckery, but what do you think about this? Can a man use a Groupon on the first date with Miss Badass Jones? Why the fuck not? It's not my money. I'm not pay for it. As long as we're not going to McDonald's and as long as we're not going to like share one slice of pizza. Yeah. Why not? The funny thing is a lot of those Groupon deals are really fucking great. Like they're really great. You would go to like a high end Italian restaurant that you would not normally be able to go to for whatever reason because of the prices. But I mean, if he's paying for it, he's taking you out. He's showing you a good time. He's spending his money. The fact that it's a Groupon deal, I'm not even sure how that's even relevant or why that would even come up like i get it that it's a question kind of like in the background you know it's 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 never a conversation that i want to have with you like see you and i are going on a date i would never want you to say to me oh i got this really great deal on, on groupon so i'm only paying for two for one don't tell me all that shit i don't want to know if that's what you're doing in the background to you know to, to buffer your pockets and to show me a good time i'm appreciative appreciative of it just on a whole but i don't see anything wrong with that listen to me there are too many women who make too many bones and beef too much about what is an ideal date and where's appropriate for a man to take you and whatever. Now, clearly if this man is taking you to McDonald's, because maybe even that's all his pocket could afford, he's trying to take you on a date. Just if you don't want to go, just, just politely decline from going. You know what I mean? If he's somebody who has money and he's trying to like be an asshole and take you to McDonald's, then that's a different kind of thing because he's trying to smash and diss you at the same time, walk away from it. But at the end of the day, you have a lot of girls who can't even afford to take themselves out on a date, much less. They can't afford to go out with their friends to go to dinner, much less. They might argue and complain about a man using a Groupon two-for-one to take you on a, on a dinner date. Like, I think sometimes you just want to upset my spirit. I, I personally, I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't see anything wrong with it. Again, if you ever look at the Groupon, um, the Groupon coupons that they offer, they're usually to really nice places. So what's the problem? This is why a lot of fucking women are single. They have too many, too many crazy expectations and too many hangups. It's a first blood. Sorry, let me behave myself. It's a first friggin' date. It's a first date. If you're going to complain and be a bitch about it, you're clearly not going to get a second date. Just stay home to begin with and save the man his headache and let him take out somebody who's going to appreciate a Groupon deal. Sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Um, Yeah, I don't even know if I need to say anything because it's 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 just silly to me. Like It's stupid. It's just all the way stupid. And first of all, like I said, like at the end of the day, if like if I'm not asking you to pay for anything or if the young man isn't asking you to pay for anything, and he just says, I got it. Don't worry about how, how he has it. Now, if the date itself, like you said, if it's like a McDonald's, you guys are going to Dave and Buster's and you get and you get a few extra tokens. OK, then I can understand that's just a cheap date date in general. But if he takes you to a nice date, a date that you feel that you enjoyed yourself on. Don't worry about how he paid for it. Just know that you didn't have to. And if he's taking you out to eat afterwards, like that's it. Like I, I just, I don't, I don't get these. You know what? I'm, I'm not built for these new niggas. Like that's, that's all I can say. These new women, these new men, these new generation. Like I just look at these people and I'm just like, oh God, I hope my kids don't act like these people. Like I, I, I don't know what to do. I can't, I can't do it. 
they honestly, you're you're absolutely right. Like, okay, so I'm thinking to myself, you know, um, if I'm on Groupon, like some of the deals that I've seen or whatever, it would be like uh, two for one at a really nice sushi restaurant where you're getting like a king size platter of sushi for that's normally say like $100 for $50. Okay. At the end of the day, we all know that going to a sushi restaurant to eat can be pretty friggin' pricey, right? It's a first date. The person that is going on you, going with you on this first date is not obligated to you in any way, shape or form. They're not taking you to KFC. They're not taking you to McDonald's. They're not pulling out a, a Wendy's coupon where you get two burger for $4 and you're having one and sharing a Coke. It's not that kind of situation. But again, you have to keep it in perspective. It's a first date. First dates are always trial and error to see how you guys vibe, to see how things, you know, how conversations go in and to see what your, your sharing of energy is like and whether or not you'd like to go on a second date with the person. Like, again, it's about expectation. People have too much fucking expectation for the wrong thing. He's not even your man yet. You're worried about where his money's coming from and, and how much he's going to spend on you. And, and, and so this is my thing as a woman, right? Even, even if, even if he's going to spend, what, what about you says that that man should spend $200 on a first date because your hair is laid down nice because you just got your lace front reset because your makeup is on fleet because your body stand good. Like really, what, what is he getting at the end of that first date? A kiss on the cheek and, and maybe gets to feel on your booty? Like, like what, what are you giving him that is worth the value of him taking on you on, like taking you on a super spectacular? For, it's a first. You know, let me stop talking, y'all. Let me stop talking. My blood pressure, I'll go up. Chill. <laughs> I love you, AJ. I love you. Um, yeah, I mean, and I just, so just for shits and giggles, I just happened to look um, on Groupon while you were talking just to see. So, I, I would say that an escape room would be a pretty dope date in general. Would you agree? Right. So the escape room here in Columbus for two people, typically $130. They have okay. it on Groupon right now. $45 for two people. I'm going. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it should be about the the experience and not focused on how much it costs. If anything, the way I look at it is like if someone looks into a Groupon for a first date, to me, that means that they're trying to get the most, they're trying to see what the most that they can do to give you the best experience possible. They're just looking for deals. It doesn't necessarily mean they're cheap. Maybe they just want to be able to do more with their budget rather than just take you to an escape room. Maybe they want to take you to an escape room and a fa fancy restaurant for the same price it would have just been for the escape room. Like people just focus on the wrong, people are just dumb. They're just stupid. You know, I don't even think it should matter. Again, like the point that I keep drilling home is it's it's a first date. It's it's not a cheap date. It's not McDonald's. It's not it's not even like a, a, a Dave and Buster's. You know, it's it's a if they're taking you to a nice restaurant, how they've paid for it and how much it costs really is none of your business because you're not paying anything. Yeah, unless so, you busted it wide open, I don't want to hear nothing about that shit. You're busting um, it wide open on a first date. You well, you know, I mean, some dates are worth a bust open, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, AJ. So, what else you got for me today? I know you have a couple of topics, scenarios. Where are we going next? Yeah. So, there's an article that I came across, and CJ, like. So I'm going to I'm going to read it out first. I'm not going to read all of it, but enough of it that you get the gist of what's going on. And then we can 
I'm going to listen to you go off because I know you're not going to be pleased. Okay. So it says when a marriage breaks up, there's sometimes a third party involved, but being the other man or the other woman can cost you. In seven states, you can sue a woman or a man you believe broke up your marriage. And recently, the centuries-old law helped a North Carolina woman win a $9 million lawsuit against the other woman. The law is called alienation of affection. So this woman named Cynthia Shackleford, she's 60. She lives in Raleigh. She sued a woman named Anne who had been having an affair with her husband for two years. And the courts awarded her $5 million in compensatory damages and $4 million in punitive damages, even though her husband has stated that the marriage did not fail because of the, the, the woman. His wife, at some point over the course of the two years, the beginning of his relationship with this, this woman, had, the, the wife had said she no longer wants to be with the husband. She wants a divorce. But I guess she thought she was seeing it as a means of, of keeping him or for him to say, no, please don't do that. He took it as, OK, fine, you know, do what you need to do and started seeing this other woman. When his wife found out, she filed a lawsuit against the other woman and started telling her friends that. You know, she never distrusted them. No, she never wanted a divorce. She doesn't remember even ever saying that to him. They've been working on fixing up their home so that their children can come over. And when their children have children, that their grandchildren will have a place um, to, to spend and whatever. And, and she says that she feels like had it not been for this other woman, her husband's affections would have been intact and there wouldn't have been an issue. So she's not she's not blaming the husband for having this affair. She went and sued the woman and the court's in the state of North Carolina, awarded her $9 million. CJ? Wow. $9 million? $9 million. That's So, just... of course, is going to, she's going to appeal it. But because it's an archaic law that is still in effect in the state, the courts are going to most likely uphold it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So, first of all, this is where we go back to say what you mean and mean what you say. Stop playing games with people. Second of all, like... What type of fuckery? Like, <laughs> I don't even know what to really say about this. First of all, I need to find this woman with these nine million dollars because I'm definitely slipping in some DMs. Um, no, she's a sixty-year-old white woman that looks like she's about eighty and just looks bitter as fuck. You don't want none of that. You don't want them problems for nine million dollars. Uh, listen, listen, for nine million dollars, <laughs> it may be worth it. I'm not even. <laughs> I may have to take one for the squad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's paying it forward for real. But that is just, that is utterly ridiculous. Wow. As a matter of fact, the husband is quoted as saying his wife had asked for a divorce from him at least two years before he began his relationship with Anne, which which is the other woman. He is quoted also as saying the marriage did not break up because of Anne. The marriage broke, broke up, broke down and broke up because of his wife. She's saying she never said anything of the sort. And had this other woman not been around, her husband would have focused his attentions on her and, and what. So it becomes, of course, a he said, she said, you know, outside the, the other woman is always looked on as being the bad guy. You know what I mean? And especially if you live like in a white, um, a, like a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant community, you know what I mean? And she's like a little too hot for people. And, you know, she's the one who's always in the red lip- lipstick and the tight skirt and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the courts are going to be like, no, (laughs) you don't like your kind. Pay, pay up. (sighs) I need to move. I I have a whole plot that I'm working on right now. See, this is what we do, AJ, is we get married, right? 
We move to one of these states. Me and you get married. Then we find then we find some unsuspecting semi wealthy woman, and I cheat on you. And then you say she caused our marriage to break up. Bam, millionaires right there. We can split it later down the road. Do you see how far you've gone with this? Do you see? Do you see where this is taking you to? I'm trying to get us paid. Okay. Deal with you. Please don't involve me in a fuckery because I'm not trying to go to jail on no fraud charges. Thank you kindly. You you just said it live on air. Hello, you just said it. Oh, I can edit that out. I can edit it out. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, we're both going to jail. <laughs> Remember, I only have bail money for one of us, and that was for you. I'm not staying inside the people them jail. <laughs> don't act crazy right now. Don't act crazy. But I just I just think it's asinine. Do you know what I mean? Instead of again, it's one of those um focusing your your energy and your anger at the wrong person. This other woman is not the problem. If you have an issue, your issue should be with your husband or your significant other that doesn't want to be with you. Like you're trying to trap this man in a marriage clearly that he doesn't want to be in. And you're trying to now granted, if he knew he was done, he should have been done done. You know, don't stay married and then entertain this other woman because, of course, then you're breaking the laws of your vows and, and all that kind of stuff. So that in and of itself causes an issue. But again, the person that you should be going after isn't this outside woman. Your man doesn't clearly doesn't want to be with you, has no interest from two years before that. You know, why are you going after this woman and trying to mash up her life? She hasn't done anything to you. She's done such shit to your husband. But the person that you're supposed to be going after is your man. And I always say this. Women always want to attack the woman. They never want to go after their husband. And that shit, I just don't understand it. If CJ, if you and I are married and you have an affair and you cheat on me, I'm beating your ass. I'm not going after the other woman. She don't have nothing to do with me. She don't have nothing to do with me. Hmm. Well, I mean, shit happens. That's all I can say. Like, I feel you. I, I agree with everything that you said. People place their frustrations in the wrong person. Like, that other person has no ties to you. They have no obligation to you. That's your spouse. That's your boyfriend. That's whoever. They're the ones who shouldn't cheat on you. Like, people get mad at the wrong person and then end up taking taking their person back and looking stupid because you didn't beat somebody's ass. Yet, the person who was supposed to have your back, like, you're just you're, you're sucking dick later on down the road. Like, I, I don't know. I don't get it. That woman's vagina off that dick later down down the road. It's just dumb. And the thing is, like, okay, so you go beat up every woman that he decides to cheat on you with, bitch. At what point do you realize your fucking man is no good and does is not content with you or your vagina? He's cheated on you with Becky and Sue and Sue Ann and Sue Ann's best friend. You're gonna you went and go beat up all them girls and now what? You're looking dumb as fuck because you keep taking this man back and he keeps putting his penis in other people. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Well, clearly you're dumb, but like, are you dumb? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's fuck, fuck the fuckery meter is just like this is the new thing with our with like the fuckery meter like has it's been out of ten it's been on twenty for the last three episodes like I need I need some can we please get some positive emails can we get some good old fashioned I'm in love I met the love of my life he treats me good he eats my pussy good he stuck his thumb in my ass. can we get some of that type of shit because I'm tired of the fuckery. No, with the next few that I have to give you, absolutely not. I'm so sorry. Oh god. So yeah, that was that was the my read and and you know, okay. So moving on from there, um, first question that we have was submitted from Tasha. Um, I think this is something that we've kind of sort of touched on, but this one is specifically directed to you, Mister CEO. Let me clear my throat. So, um, Tasha asks, um, black women often grow up in households and communities where it is not encouraged to embrace, explore, or discuss their sexuality. 
there's this idea that black men feel that sex with non-black women is better because of their sexual freedom as opposed to the restrictions that are placed on black women. CJ, as a black man who has had experiences with other races, is there a difference? See, it's difficult for me to because not only have I had sex with other races, but other complete like cultures and countries. And it, so like yeah. of European women, it doesn't matter if they're black European, white European, they're naturally going, going to be a little more free sexually than white or black women from the States. Um, I will say that, that yes, it, it, I feel like with a lot of, of, and I don't even necessarily just think it's black women. Like I, I of course I've, I've only been with black, I've never been with a black man, but I think there's a, there's a, there's a thing <laughs> in this country where like for, for a while it was like you, you, you had to be afraid to admit that you liked certain things because of, uh, just stereotypes or what people categorize it as. Like I was listening to uh, horrible decisions and uh, Rory on there was mentioning how like he doesn't mind getting his ass ate. And they were like, well, what about when people say that it's gay? He's like, it's a woman. It's not gay. But you know, that's, that's the type of thing that people had to deal with for quite a long time. So I think that yes, there, there it's with, it's in general here in the States that there is, there's a, a thing of of not really admitting what you like sexually um but i will say that yes there is a difference um i would like to and this is not to sexualize any race or anything i would like to say that latino women are usually more more free in my experience than black women but don't get me wrong mm-hmm. I've, I've met some black women that are completely and utterly just yeah yeah they yeah. generally speaking the, generally the majority speaking. yeah exactly Right. I, um, not that, you know, my experience is, it's not an experience talked about, but just even in having conversation with other black women, um, a lot of the women that I've talked to over the years, yeah, they're very uptight about sex on a whole. Like it's just some real, like if it's just, um, like especially a lot of Jamaican women, like they're just coming into the light now about eating pussy and all them things there. But before you couldn't have those kind of conversations with no black woman ever about sucking dick, about, you know, getting her pussy eaten, about, you know, it, it's just basic. Like, there's missionary, there's black shot, and that's it. You take dick from your man, and that's it. You know, he kisses you, he sucks on your breast, and that's it. Like, there was there was nothing there was nothing else, you know? So, yeah, I, I, I mean, not that I've had experiences with white women or black women or whatever, um, but, yeah, just, just from conversation alone, I feel that we are a little bit more uptight about sex and sexuality. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, this this all goes away the moment you just stick your thumb in their ass. Like it just it just brings everything. I don't know why I've been I've, I've been so silly lately. your finger in somebody's What's going on? Do we need to have a conversation about that? Do we need an intervention? What's going on? Are you opening up yourself to Peggy? What's going on? Oh no, fuck no. That's never gonna happen. Um, no, I mean. <laughs> Speaking speaking of, we do have a new sponsor that we are debuting on this. I'm really excited for this sponsor. They've they've opened the bag up completely for Love, Lust, and Badass. So we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but I'm just being silly. Like I think I I think I read like I was randomly like scrolling through Instagram one day and like some woman posted, um, "If you're not sticking your thumb in my ass, then I don't want to be with you." And this has been stuck in my head ever ever since. You know what? I mean, I, I will say there's something to be said for the pleasure and the pressure application of having that done when you're in the right position. And that's all I'm going to say. 
Okay, so moving on to uh, the next one. This is an anonymous submission. Um, it says, I recently started seeing a man who, who has just admitted to me that he suffers from depression. And while I like him a lot and we are still in the getting to know you, getting to know one another stages, I don't know that I'm up for dealing with a broken man or being there on that journey with him, considering we don't know each other that deeply yet. Am I being selfish for thinking this way and wanting to develop something with someone who is further along in their own emotional development? CJ? Do I have to answer this? I, I need you to answer yes, this one first. Cause I no, because I need I need to to try not to like be a complete asshole. So while you answer this, I'm really I'm okay. really gonna try to center myself. Um <clears throat> I know that from personal experience, it's it's difficult. It's difficult building a relationship with a person, period, when, um, you know, everything is, is running like a well-oiled machine in their life. Because people usually have a plethora of things that are going on that you have to contend with and figuring out schedules and figuring out personality matches and sharing energy and, and all that good stuff. Um, when someone is dealing with depression or any sort of mental or emotional um, health issue, it, it can make things very trying and very difficult, um, especially if it's somebody that you're just getting to know. Um, it's really funny. I, I read, um, what, I guess it was just a post that somebody made that, you know, somebody had said that basically it's unfair for you to have an expectation of somebody waiting to be with you when you're not in a, in a place or in a position to provide the reciprocal love that they need. You know, um, I find a lot of times that because we are so wanting to be in relationships, we put ourselves in situations where we are investing far too much and not getting enough in return to sustain ourselves just so that we can be in a relationship with someone or, you know, it plays on your guilt of, you know, am I a good person if I decide that I don't want to be with this person because they, they have emotional issues right now and they're not even in for themselves in a place where they want to be. I don't think personally, um, from my years of experience, I don't have guilt about that kind of thing. Like I learned a long time ago that you have to be sustained as well. You can't be in a, a situation, especially a brand new situation where you're giving everything to this person and, and, and you're not getting enough of what you need um, to help create that balance. Now, if you're already in a relationship with this person and you guys have like a year or two years under your belt and they suffer, like they suddenly have a break of some kind and they go into depression, then yes, emotionally, I would, I would think that you would want to be there with that person to support them and help them get through a tough time. That's a completely different thing. If you're already invested in the relationship, you already have a loving situation with that person. Um, I think at the onset of it, when you first meet somebody, I don't think that it's selfish for you to choose to just be that person's friend and not get involved in an emotionally um, deep relationship with them. You can be supportive to them in a friendship and a friend capacity. Uh, you don't necessarily have to go the route of, of being their lover or being intimate or being their girlfriend or getting emotionally deep with them. Provide support that way if you feel like, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's I, I just I personally don't think it's selfish for you to make that choice that you you don't want to um, be on that journey from the very beginning with them. And as long as you're clear and upfront about that with the person, even if they get mad and they they say, okay, well, you know, you're shitty because you know you're 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 abandoning me at my time of need. You're not obligated to anyone. Like I said, if you were a couple years in and you already had an established relationship with the person, then, then yeah, you're a little bit more obligated. But if this is from jump, you're not obligated to them. Absolutely. Uh, the thing is, is uh, I agree with you 100%. If, if you're already in a situation, that's when you're shitty if you leave someone because of what the... Even then, if if it's something that's draining you and you can't 
give that person what they need. Even if you're in it, then you have to admit that and and figure it out. Take a step back if that's what's needed or maybe in the relationship. And yes, it may suck. It may seem shitty to them, but you have you have to be in a place to where you can give something to someone before rather to make sure that you have something in your tank to give them rather than you be on E and try to give anything to anyone. Um, and especially like starting off, I don't think it's shitty at all. Like you should want it to me. I would take that as if you say to me, if I have an emotional, if I'm going through psychological or any type of issues and you say, look, I'm going to be here for, for I'm going to be here for you through this. I'm going to be your friend. I'm going to help support you the best I can. But how about you fit you? You get this figured out and then let's worry about us. Let's not try to add a relationship onto it. There's nothing negative about that at all. If anything, I'm going to love you more for that. I'm going to care for you more for that because you're taking a step back and realizing let's not even add any anything else to you. And le- let me just be there to help you get through this current season in your life before we try to move on to the next. People get like people get so caught up in, well, if you really want to be with me, you'll be with me through anything. And that's the type of people. That's the type of shit where three years down the road, you guys are both choking the shit out of each other. Not in a good way, not in a pleasurable way. Like you, you stop being selfish. Like you're being emotionally selfish. If you think that it's a bad thing for someone to say before we can get to being together, let's work this out. That's like, it's laying the groundwork. It's laying the foundation. You want to make sure that foundation before you build a house is nice and smooth before you build anything else on top of it. That's all that that situation is. And the people who don't understand that they are extremely selfish and and short-sighted. Preach on, preach on CJ. Tay, yes, yeah, you're absolutely, you're you're a million times right, a million 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 times right. Yeah, it's it's just it's sad. people the way people just look at stuff now. That's why relate like relate relationships don't work. It's because people have such like just terrible outlooks on what it means to be with someone. Like you said, they're so in a rush just to say that they're in a relationship that they don't think of the building everything that like it's already tough being in a relationship once you're in it for years and like. I, I, I say this, like everyone says, you know, you have the honeymoon phase when you first get together, then you go mm-hmm. through tough times and then it smooths back out. But p- what people don't realize is that it gets really tough again around that three to five year range. Once you really are starting to figure out what what's really going on next and they don't prepare for that. Like, you're, they're so in, in a rush. They rush past the stages. And then when they get to that three to five year mark, when it's already going to be rough, it's even that much more rougher because you guys have passed the other two, the other two or three steps that you needed to before you even get there. You need it's like I said, it's like building a house, the foundation, the next floor, the third floor. And then eventually you have this beautiful mansion of of a relationship that you guys have all this space to just be you, be each other and, and everything in and people just rush it. And stop, like, just stop. There's nothing wrong with building, and everybody just wants the end game, and not, and not to do the work. What it means to get there, and it's just, yeah, I, I hate people. Yes, get to them, CJ. Are you that? Very nice. Like, <laughs> no, but you're, everything that you said is is a hundred percent correct, and then some. Yeah. So, um, do you have anything else on that? Uh, no, ma'am. That's it. Okay, so. Moving on to our next, um, this is a good one. Okay, so my fiance recently told me that when we get married, he'd like for me to stop working, give up my career, and stay home to raise a family. I know in this day and age, being a strong, independent Black woman is a really big deal. I'm proud of my career working with children and youth, and part of me is wrestling with the idea of just staying home, having babies, and raising a family. 
I don't so much have an issue with the overall concept of it because I think it's really important for women to be with their babies, especially in the formative first few years. But I guess I am more so worried about what my sisters and my girlfriends will say, considering a lot of them always talk about how Black men are so controlling and don't respect women. I know he's saying it from a place of love because he watched his own mother work two jobs while raising him and his siblings, and she struggled. And albeit uh, we will be married when we start our family, I know he feels it's really important for our children to have me around as their primary giver, primary caregiver as much as possible. Any insight or feedback you can offer would be truly appreciated. Signed, Anonymous. That was a heavy sigh. That was another heavy sigh. You okay over there? Oh, you're about to go the fuck off. Okay. <laughs> AJ, AJ, I'm sorry. I have to let I have to let you get this one first again. Like, it's, oh my god, I need some just good questions. Like, <laughs> for all of our listeners, just know when I finish talking, just put your 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 listening device or whatever you're put it at a distance from you because CJ is gonna go the fuck off. Oh my god. Okay. Um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with her. Uh, the thing is, it, it's a career. It's not like it's something that you can't pick back up at a later date in time. Um, but there, there are no other opportunities that you have to stay home with your babies while they're growing. And I know there's some women who are going to probably be bent out of shape with me, and I frankly don't give a fuck. Um, we are the nurturers and the natural caregivers of babies because it's what our bodies were designed to do. Our bodies were designed to carry our children. Our bodies were designed to feed our children. We get fat and get all the, the cushioning in the right areas because our bodies were meant to protect and house our babies. It's just as women, what we were designed to do on the most basic and basest level possible. There's nothing wrong with your husband, your husband, not your boyfriend, not your baby father, your husband saying to you, you know what, I will provide for our family. I will take care of all the household needs. I would just like for you to stay home and raise our family there. He, he didn't put a time limit on it or a time frame on it. And there are too many women who who know, like, I know what the struggles are of having to like work and raise children. Now, granted, when I when we had our children, you know, I was lucky enough to stay home for the first two years with each of them, which was just amazing. And and it helped to build with their character, their intelligence, their self-esteem. It's one of the reasons why my son and my daughter are so well-grounded and well-rounded and they are the the amazing young people that they are. Because I I was I had that opportunity where, you know, their their father worked and, and took care of the day-to-day -day things. You know, at some point in life we have lost this thing where people have people have lost the understanding that you know a husband works to take care of the home no a husband works to take care of the house and the wife works to take care of the home and that's the balance of loving relationships it's the balance of marriage any of your female friends who are telling you that you're stupid to stay home and raise your family and your husband's controlling you those are some bitter bitches and they're not your friend it has nothing to do with that as a woman bearing children you should want to be home with your babies and i guarantee you when you have your first child and you feel that connection when your child is suckling at your breast or when you're holding them, when you give them their first bath, when you, when you watch them go to sleep, when you look at their tiny feet and their tiny hands, you're going to say to yourself, you know what? I made the right choice to stay home with my children and, and to be there with them. 
I don't feel like your fiance is saying it from a place of control. He's actually offering you an opportunity that a lot of women never, ever get. When I was in Texas uh, at the beginning of last year, I was there for three months. I met this woman who had to go back to work when her baby was three weeks old. Both she and her husband worked, but she couldn't. they couldn't afford for her to stay home because they needed that additional income. And every day at my girlfriend's daycare, she would drop off this little baby girl. Like I said, three weeks old, she would drop off a bag of pumped milk. Her breasts were engorged. Like you could see, and you could see the look of anguish on her face because she had to leave her daughter. You know, your fiance is giving, not even giving you, he is, he is, he is loving and gifting you an opportunity to be there to raise your children in the fullest capacity possible. Girl, you better snatch up that opportunity like I said, your career is there. If you decide you want to go back to work in five or 10 years, you can always find another job. You can always go back to work, but you will never get a second chance to see your child's first steps, to secure their first words, to see their first laugh and first smile. Your caregiver is going to do that. Your, your, their grandmother is going to do that. Your sister, like anybody else who, who takes care of your kids while you're at work because you're so focused on your career, they're going to get those opportunities. And I guarantee you later on in life, you're going to kick yourself in the ass for it and you're going to regret it. Okay, here we're going to go. This is what we're going to do. We're going to break this down. So first, for the women who say that a man is trying to be controlling or selfish by asking you to stay home with your children that you have together, let's look at this from other. For I'm, I'm sure some, I'm not going to say that some men don't do that. I'm sure some do, but let's let's look at it from this perspective. The man, your husband, is basically telling you, "Babe, I'm willing to foot." the complete burden financially, but it's it's important to me that our kids have you there for this set time period. How is that selfish? For all the women who sit here on Twitter and talk about broke men and men don't wanna pay and splitting the bills, if a man is willing to completely take that burden, completely off your hands and just allow you that time to connect, help develop and prepare your child for school, where is the selfishness in that at? I'm just, I'm sorry. Like, just let me know. If that's selfish, then you guys have a fucked up view and you don't probably need to be in a relationship. You probably don't need to have kids either. But nonetheless, um, the thing is, is, is that even as a parent, as me, I mean, as a father, it was, it was hard for me to leave my kids to go to work Monday through Friday. And I can only imagine, like, the connection that a mother has to their child can, like, as a man, I could sit here and, and tell you right now, like, I, you know how close I am with my kids. You know me and Alana, that's my ace, like me and Alan, but I would never in a million years say that I can understand the connection that their mother has with them because she carried them. That's something that I didn't, that was a life that was in you that you got to feel from the moment, well, not the moment you conceived them, but from, from before they were born till now. So that connection, I, I, we, I would never be able to understand, but I know my connection with my children and how I wish that I could have stayed home with them, how I wish that I, that I wouldn't have had to send them to daycare when we did. And you're trying to tell me that someone who obviously has their mind on their kids, that that's selfish or that you shouldn't do it, or he's trying to be controlling. So in my mind, I only see that as, like I said, he's, he's trying to make sure that his kids are set up the best that they can and they have someone like do you see all the craziness in the news with nannies and daycares hitting and abusing children like that's enough to scare anyone thank god my kids are all too old for daycare now because i definitely wouldn't want my kids to be going there so you if if i was able to afford their mother to stay home with them you're absolutely right i would ask it to do and that's another thing you're married so if your husband is asking you to do that 
If he's asking you to do it and you know you should know your husband, you should know whether he's trying he has a controlling bone in his body or not. If you truly don't feel that, don't don't worry about what the fuck your friends say. Fuck them. That the people give other people too much control and say in their marriage. They don't know your husband. I don't care if they spend a bunch of time with them or around you two together. No one will know your spouse like you do. And so don't worry about what anybody else has to say. That is a conversation and a covenant that you and your husband need to have and decide. And if he's asking you to do that then truly spend some time if it's just not for you if you're just someone i just can't stay at home have that conversation with your husband work that out but don't worry about what the fuck anybody else has to say about it Mm, mm, can i get it amen oi cj why do you need to go get some i feel like i need to send you a tequila (laughs) i need tequila and some head after this shit like this this is this you're trying to give me a fucking coronary after this yeah that was a doozy and you're you're absolutely right like people worry too much about what people who aren't involved like they don't lay down in your bed with you they're not in your house with you why the fuck do you care what they think because you're worried that your girlfriends are going to think that you're not a strong black woman you're raising babies that's strong <laughs> trust me on that that's real strong I, Facts. yeah but see you're, yeah. you're so you're, I, I feel like i do need to take a break we, we're going to take a brief break here we're going to go to our new sponsor um yeah, we're going to play IF for a new sponsor. We'll see you guys after that. Good evening. Welcome to AJ's Peg Emporium, where we offer the best massages on the East Coast. I'm AJ, the proprietor, and you are? I am Big Willie Jones. Oh, well, very nice to meet you, Big Willie. Have you ever been to AJ's Pegorium before? No, this is my first time. I was actually traveling and I just saw it. Uh, I saw a deep tissue massage and I figured, you know what? I need something to help me relax. So I just went ahead and came right in. Well, Willie, you're in for a special treat today. We provide a variety of deep tissue massage packages that you can choose from. And we have several services on special today, including our two hour deep tissue massage. It includes an added value services, of our renowned heated scented oil and a simultaneous milking session regularly valued at $129.99. It's one of our most popular relaxation techniques. Have you ever had a stimulating deep tissue massage before? No, I have not. I have never had any type of massage before, so this would be my first time. Mm, Well, that's definitely nothing to worry about. As a first-timer here at AJ's Pegorium, we have a wonderful 30-minute package that I can offer you. It's called The Virgin. (laughs) Just a silly little title. But it includes a warm eye compress and heated towel at no extra charge. And because you're so handsome, and it is your first time, I'll even throw in one free heated scented oil pack. And for your comfort and ease, I also personally take care of our first-time guests. Do you have a mood music preference, Willie? Yeah, I think uh, just to get in the zone and to take this massage in, I think uh, I think some uh, Sade would be, would be perfect right now. Oh, I love Sade. That's a wonderful choice. We encourage our guests to choose music that will help them relax into the massage. So that'll be a total of $69.99. Will that be cash or credit? Uh, cash, please. Perfect. And if you could just initial this silly little NDA for us, it's just some basic jargon. And then sign right here at the bottom. Great. Uh, This is Lily. Lily is going to escort you into room four and I will be right with you. Oh, but wait, before you head over there, I just wanted to get make sure that I get the right equipment. Would you mind turning around slowly for me, Willie? I just want to gauge your body size. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Okay. 
Once you're in the room, you can go ahead and strip down. There are sheets there for you to cover yourself with. Just put on your warm eye compress, lay face down and relax, and I'll be right with you. Are you ready for me, Willie? I sure am, AJ. Okay, you're gonna feel a warm squirt of oil and then some pressure. Okay. Okay, now I need you to take a deep breath and relax into it. Oh, there you go. Okay, you just relax a little bit more. There you go. How does that feel? AJ's Pagorium, home of the best deep tissue massages on the East Coast. Whether you're a well-seasoned veteran or a first-timer, we always aim to please by offering a variety of packages and services to handle all of your pegging needs. Side effects may include, but are not limited to, shortness of breath, vertigo, nausea, rectal discomfort, involuntary cursing, leg spasms, involuntary release of ejaculate, some mild bleeding from tissue damage, crying to deep sobbing, the inability to walk for several minutes upwards of half an hour, dryness of mouth, involuntary thumb sucking and hair pulling, involuntary bladder release and ear popping due to pressure, and involuntary moans which may or may not lead to screaming. Should you experience any of these side effects, one of our practitioners will be happy to follow up with you and suggest subsequent sessions, which will help abate. All right, AJ, we're back. Um, what what do you have for me next? We have um, we have one. We have a doozy. <laughs> we got one more that's a bit of a doozy. Okay, uh, so it reads: uh, Hi, AJ. <clears throat> I love your podcast. You and CJ discuss great topics, and the two of you are insightful and funny as hell. So I've been dating this man for almost two years, but we aren't exactly exclusive. Uh, We are both seeing one other person, which is something that had been discussed and agreed upon while we explored getting to know each other. Two months ago, I noticed he had posted several pictures of a woman on his social media, but I never gave it much thought. But a few weeks ago, I noticed he's been posting pics that are of the two of them coupled up. But these pics were different because his family and friends are also in the pictures. We spent the night together last weekend and we fucked so passionately. Everything about it was different. Even the way he kissed me was different. But I was happy and I know my feelings for him are way deeper than the other men I'm involved with to the point where I want to ask him about us being exclusive. Three days ago, however, he posted uh, the swipe left pictures on his social media. The first picture, uh, or the first pic was of an engagement ring. The second pic was of the same woman wearing the ring with her hand up. And the last pic was of them kissing. And his caption was taking the big plunge. And I felt like someone had punched me in my chest. We haven't really spoken since he came to see me. I know we've never discussed exclusivity and our arrangement is what it's been from the beginning, but I feel like he should have said something. So now I don't know if I should congratulate him and cut ties or keep seeing him and wait for him to bring it up. Bring it up. Thanks for your help and keep up the great work. Jello. What the f- is this the episode where they're that we're officially trying to make CJ just snap the fuck? Oh my god! 
these people i love you guys like i i seriously i love each and every one of our listeners i'm glad that you guys feel mm-hmm. comfortable to write into us i never want to alienate you guys but i have to give it to you real because apparently a lot of you guys need swift kicks in the ass like i, I you said it in that email you never discussed exclusivity if i can talk you you knew he was seeing her um you saw it for what it was stop carrying your fucking feelings in your vagina i don't want to hear about how passionately he made love to you or you guys had sex guess what it's sex it's supposed to be good fuck that i don't want to hear that shit that shit means nothing as far as you guys dating or being in a relationship you see what it is now granted could he have said hey i'm thinking about proposing we're getting pretty serious um but i want to keep sleeping with you and let you make the decision Yes, he could have done that. I I can give you that. But you sitting here feeling some type of possessiveness over this man who has never been exclusively yours? Nah, boss. Nah, you have no right. (laughs) Sorry, hold on. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, she's clapping with the upper and lower deck. I'm going to beat you up. You know what? I'll even give it to you. For the stress of this particular episode, I will even give it to you. Yes, yeah, get that clap from the upper and the lower deck. Okay? Yeah, I I don't have anything to add. I think that everything that you said was spot on. Absolutely. Yeah. Stop carrying your feelings. In China. <laughs> That's it. God, these uh, people. Okay. Um, We're going to move on to something a little bit more lighthearted and fun. We were supposed to play a game, but CJ, because you suck and you haven't kept up your end of the deal, I'm going to play a game with you. This is another wonderful episode that's all about CJ. Okay. You ready? <sighs> okay. <laughs> It's okay. No, this is good. This is this is a, a you and me back and forth where you get to answer questions or make choices about me. So this is two truths and one lie. Okay? You ready? Okay. Okay. So two truths and one lie. The first set, I fucked two men in two separate sessions in one night because I wasn't satisfied by the first. Or I've almost choked on someone's cum when I tried to swallow. Or I once drove two and a half hours from for some dick and drove home in the morning that same day, which is the lie. <sighs> The last one is the lie, but no, see, oh my God, you're such a savage. I don't even really know. <laughs> oh, I, okay. No, the second one, because I've seen your, your, your throat and I know that you have quite a bit of, 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 of suction power there. So I highly doubt you choked on anyone's cum. No, that's actually a truth. The, the first one is, yeah, the first one is a lie. The first I did one. not fuck too many separate sessions in one night. Yeah. That, the first one's a lie. Oh, okay. Yay! One that you didn't get right about me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next set. Uh, first one. One of my breasts are larger than the other, but I use a custom silicone gel unit underneath to pat it and fill it out so that they look even. Or I once got I once sat in on a cuckold session with a friend who gets paid to fuck other men's wives. Or I once managed a stable of of male strippers, which is the lie. Oh. <laughs> See, these are good. Um, I want to say A. I want to say A really bad, but I don't know. Um, fuck, it's going to be A. I'll say C is the lie. I, I once managed a stable of male strippers. No, you should have went with A. A is the lie. Well, okay. Okay. Oh, oh. My breasts are even. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I did manage a stable of strippers at one point. Uh, you know what? And I knew that. I know your breasts are even. Why the <laughs> fuck didn't I pick that? Like. You should have went with your gut. You were right. You're like, I, I know it's A, but yeah, you should have you stayed with A. It was definitely A. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next group. 
Um, two of my perfect pearly whites are actually veneers, or I have 20 piercings, or I masturbate at least four times a week. Huh. B. No, no, wait, the lie? The lie is A. I, 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 I won't believe, yeah, I can't believe that, yeah, that any of your teeth are fake. That, like, I know how, how much you pride yourself on your teeth. Yeah, see, that was a good one. Yes, yeah. none of my teeth are fake, all of my teeth are real. Uh, yes, I have 20 piercings, and yes, I masturbate at least four times a week. And we're not going to talk about any of those things. Okay. So, like, when you <laughs> masturbate, like, okay, how many of those four times a week are with the apparatus, and how much is just all natural? Honestly, most of it is all natural. Oh, okay. I'm really good at having... Okay, we're just not going to talk about that, but yeah, most <laughs> of it. <laughs> you see, you're about to make a bitch confess some stuff? Absolutely not. <laughs> ah, okay. Next grouping. Um, I own a custom wooden penis sculpture, or... I've had sex in the club at the back beside the speakers, or I walked in on a couple fucking in the bathroom at an event and stayed to watch, which is okay. the lie. So I know you like being watched, but I don't know how much. No, no, you like watching people too. So I could believe C. Um, which one was the speaker? Was that A or B? Uh, B was the speaker. What was A? Uh, a was I own a custom wooden penis sculpture. And then B is I've had sex in the club at the back beside the speakers. Huh. See, the. The fact that you like being watched leads me to believe that B could be could be true. But at the same time, it's a club. Um, oh, holy hell. I want to say A is the lie because like I know I know you like I know you have the um the juicer, but I know that like you like things that kind of still feel fleshy. So I can't see you like just having a wooden penis sculpture. Well, I guess it, I'm still I'm going A. So A is the lie? A is the lie. Okay, no, B is the lie. Oh, I've never shit. had sex in the club by the speakers. <laughs> and I actually have, so a friend of mine went on vacation years ago, and uh, he went on a cruise, and when they docked at the base of the dock, there was a man that was making wooden penis sculptures, and he thought, oh, this would be really cool. So he got one made for me with my initials in it. Well, damn. <laughs> okay, and then my last grouping, A, I can cuss in Russian. Or B, I was once offered $1,500 to be a personal face sitter two sessions a week for one month. Or C, I was once paid by a couple to hoist the husband up in their barn and beat him with a crop for several hours. <laughs> Listen, C, I'm going to pick C, but it's just outrageous enough to where I can completely see you doing it. This is coming from the same person who said that like their boss just looks like they, they he could just take some good dick. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to pick C. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah, C is a lie. But the interesting thing is it, it's a partial truth. So this couple had actually um, approached me and, and I had dinner with the husband and we, we actually had this conversation. They own a barn. Uh, the couple is into BDSM um, and he'd shown me like burn marks that he had his wife perform on, on him and all this kind of stuff. We just never got to the like the full negotiation parts of it, but that was what the negotiation were. We just never got to that part of it. But yeah, the, the completion of it. Yeah, that is a lie. And that's my game. Yay. Oh, <laughs> See, that made us up again and that was fun. Yay. Listen, I'm still pissed off by all these damn questions and scenarios <laughs> we got today. Like I'm I'm after we get done recording, I'm seriously like, thank you. Cause now when I drink myself into a stupor tonight, it's because of our <laughs> wonderful and amazing listeners. Um, you guys all like need to send me a bottle of tequila because this shit. What I do for you guys each and every week is stressful as hell. You got AJ wanting me to shave my balls on FaceTime. You got questions like that. What the? What has happened to my life? 
uh, love less than badass soul has happened to your life. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> so um, I have I have one last question. I've been holding on to this one. So before we end, I have one last scenario situation for you from one of our lovely listeners. Okay. All righty. The list listeners name withheld writes in AJ and CJ. I have recently had a threesome with my boyfriend of eight years with his ex-girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> After the threesome, I've noticed that they are in communication a lot more often and have recently found out that he did indeed sleep with her a couple of nights before our threesome. What do I do? I feel like it's my fault because I welcomed this woman into our bedroom. I'm the one who originally brought up the threesome and even suggested her. Or should I just end it and step away and let them two be together? What do you say to this, AJ? Oh, man. Um, fuck. <laughs> okay. My first thought is you can't take ownership for what he does, especially if he slept with her before the event that took place between the two of you. I always feel like, you know, when couples choose to allow a third party into their bed, it's a collective decision. What he chooses to do outside of that collective decision is cheating because you're not there. You're not an active participant. You weren't informed or any of those things. Um, did you invite trouble through your front door by suggesting his ex? Absolutely. Because that's a person that he's had prior relations with. But I wouldn't say that it's your your sole responsibility or you need to take onus for his actions. Those are his actions. Those were his choices. Those were decisions that he made and he is responsible for that. Um, the problem is the trust factor, you know, because he slept outside of your relationship with this woman who he had a, pro a prior relationship with, like, unless he's willing to cut all ties with her. And even then I would have questions about whether or not he's really cut all ties with her. Um, trusting him again, like for if it was me personally, I wouldn't be able to trust him again, um, especially given the fact that they were having conversation outside of the agreed upon circumstances, just in terms of you guys having a threesome. Um, you, Yeah, that's one where you're really going to have to search your heart about how much you feel that you can trust him. Because the thing is, if you're always going to be second guessing him, your relationship is just not going to move forward. You know, you're always going to be wondering if he's with her when he's out with the boys. Is he actually out with the boys? You're going to find that you're always calling him to check and see where he is. And, and once it starts to become that type of relationship, it's better just to pack up shop and, and, and to move on. Um, he has to be honest as well with you and with himself about whether or not he's going to stop seeing that woman, um, whether he can, whether he wants to. Uh, and and the value and worth of your relationship to him for you guys to stay together under the the current circumstances that's a really fucked up situation i'm so sorry yeah that's <laughs> yeah i completely agree with you like you can't blame yourself for what anybody else's decision was now i do it, it and this is separate so yes he's fucked up he shouldn't have done that he cheated uh, even if you guys decided to have a threesome with her, he stood, he stepped outside of that. So that was way off base and should not have happened. But what in the hell, like who suggests somebody's ex for a threesome? Yeah. I'm just like, who does that? Like who says like, AJ, that'd be like me and you being in, in a relationship. And then I say, I say, you know what? Let's, let's invite your ex-husband into a threesome. Like who does that? Who? People who don't have sense. That's just ah, yeah. Not to be disrespectful to her, but sis, that was a bad fucking choice. 
and I say to people all the time, it's it's two things because people always ask me like, you know, who should choose the the third person when you're engaging in a threesome? And I always say one, let the woman choose because she needs to be attracted to the woman as well. Men are always going to be attracted, like unless the, the other person is like ugly as fuck, which is just not going to happen. Men are always going to be attracted in the excitement of having two women. His dick is going to get hard. So that's neither here or there. So the woman needs to be able, needs to be attracted to the other woman. So let your let your woman choose. And two. Never pick fucking anybody that's close to home. And I don't mean physical proximity. Me mean never pick nobody where you know. Never pick nobody where you know you. Never pick nobody where your man have relations with. Never pick nobody where like your man. Never pick nobody where, where try to chat up to your man. Like, don't do that to yourself. You're inviting trouble through your fucking front door. Especially if your nigger can fuck and he can eat some pussy. You're, you're, at, you're, you're in... You're inviting trouble through your front door. You're you you're. Why would you choose his ex? Sorry, hey, come. You have to you have to talk more on this one. I I, this, I can't. I, 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 I have no, I have nothing left. Like I don't understand in what world. Um, where where does that happen? <laughs> yeah, like I I just don't get it. Like I don't. I just like who said like who? How do you even feel comfortable? Like you know what? Yeah, your your ex girlfriend. Like I've been looking at her. I think she's the one. Like, why even reopen that door? Like, and like I said, I'm not blaming her decision at all for the for the cheating. That's separate. But like, why? What? There has to be attractive women. Like you can literally, you and your husband should have went out, or boyfriend should have went out to a bar and just pick somebody. I don't yeah. know. Like, there's too many people out here to backtrack. There, there can when you. And, and the thing is, like, when they start to talk and they start to reminisce, because the thing is, it's not even just it's not even just about him fucking this woman. They have emotional history, you know, and for whatever the reasons are that they mash up or their relationship left or whatever. When you start to revisit the good times and you start to go down memory lane and your feelings get in there and then them start for fuck. That's that's just that's problems. That's problems. He's not just out there fucking some gal that, you know, it's just sex. He's fucking a woman that he has emotional history with. Like, like no, 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 no. Bad That's business. Bad, bad business. Bad again. God. <laughs> All right. Well, Miss AJ, I think we came, we saw, we conquered uh, this week. Had a new lovely sponsor, uh, by the way. What do you, what did you think about the sponsor? What did you think about that sponsor? It's exciting. I I can't wait for everyone to hear the commercial from our sponsor. Um, it's 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 just exciting. Like I'm excited by it because you know it's it's something that's near and dear to my heart. And um, yeah, it was it was just really it was really great, and I was really thrilled that um they picked us. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard Poindexter was one of their new clients as well. I I, I heard that he wanted <laughs> to, <laughs> to try it out. Um. Before we before they the services, yeah, that he tried. Nice. Yeah, yeah we we'll have to we we'll have to hit him up. But nonetheless, AJ, tell the people where they can find us. Oh, we are on Twitter at Lovelust MBAS. We are also on Instagram at Lovelust MBAS. If you'd like to email us any questions, scenarios, feedback, or anything else, you can hit us up at Lovelust MBAS, all one word, at yahoo.com. You can find our episodes on Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, The Real Midwest Radio, Urban Mogul Life, when we are proudly part of the Urban Mogul Life family. Uh, we are also on Spotify. Um, did I miss any of those? Uh, la, la, la. No, I, I think that's it. 
you can find me on Instagram at that Jones kid, AJ one. And I'm also on Instagram at badass underscore Jones underscore. And Mr. Hayes. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's at CEO H A I Z E. We officially cannot add any more platforms because AJ's little spill there has just crossed the two minute mark. Like, I feel like we've just added too many. <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. You're doing it next week. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, but nonetheless, we are Love Less and Badass. So the best adult podcast and all of the internet, all of it. We'll see you beautiful people next week. Take my money, my house and my cars for one hit of you. You can have it all. Down, so I need